Hey, uh, fellow hoop junkies out there, uh, time for another um, very uh, in-depth uh, episode on shooting, and this one is called The Finger Factor. Uh, <clears throat> it seems to me that the most important part of the anatomy involved in shooting is the fingers. And, it, and it's the least amount of emphasis placed upon it, or them, or, or the appendages. Uh, and it's the last part of the body that touches the ball. That's what's uh, uh, very interesting. If you recall, I said there is a, uh, uh, there is two parts to a shot. <clears throat> Power and accuracy or distance and straightness. The power comes from the toes, the knees, the shoulders, the elbow, uh, or all the bending joints. And the, the accuracy is actually totally reliable on the directionality created by the hand, the fingers and the hand. There seems to be uh, three schools of thought when we refer to uh, which finger is responsible for accuracy or which is the last finger to touch the ball. Actually, there's three theories. One is the index and mid finger, or the V principle. Two, the middle finger, or the bird finger, since it's the longest. And last but not least, the index finger. There, ha there has to be an accountability process or evaluation. If we can put a blame on something, then we are more aware of it, and thus we can correct any flaws created in common sense. For example, <clears throat> if you shoot with your eyes closed, you have a good excuse if you miss. If you can't see the object, how, how can you hit it? Common sense. Well, once we know the how and why of the fingers, it all starts to make much more sense. I think the biggest shooting epidemic of mediocrity can be blamed on the final one hundredth of a second where the ball actually leaves the hand or the bullet exits the barrel. Common sense says to keep the gun barrel as tight as possible till the trigger is pulled. Fairly simple scientific concept to grasp. But the ball leaving the hand has many factors involved. One, if the ball is on the hand, not centered with the index finger, dead center of the ball. Two, if the hand is at an angle, or the fingers are all not perpendicular or 90 degrees to the seams. Three, if the palm is swallowing the ball, or if there's too much palm on the ball. Four, if at the moment of release, do the fingers bend at the knuckles in this sequence? Pinky touches ball first, then ring finger, then bird or middle finger, then index, if it ever even gets there. Thumb not involved. Five, can you tell if the ball touches the insides of the index and mid finger going through the V, like a slingshot or a catapult? Is the elbow directly under the center of the ball prior to the release? The more the last three fingers dominate the follow-through, the more the elbow is off-center. 
the longer you delay the release, the more chance for the elbow to get scientifically centered under the center of the ball. In other words, as you raise up the uh, ball further away from the head, the, the elbow naturally comes under the center. Bending the knuckles and pointing fingers to the floor, hand in the cookie jar principle, the more inconsistent the result. Too tough to duplicate a closed hand on the finish. Guide hand must be motionless, no thumb flicking to add momentum. There is power in maintaining the width of the hand from beginning to the end. So simple and extremely consistent to finish shot follow through uh, with the same wide hand fingers uh, from beginning to the end. The only joint that bends in a whole shot mechanism is the wrist. There should be no fingers or specifically knuckles bending. A good visual is do a fingertip push-up. That's how the hand should look at the end of the shot or real real close to that. Try doing a fingertip push-up with closed fingers or, uh, or bent knuckles. Yeah, good luck, right. The wide hand finish is uh, uh, index finger points at the center of the rim. The thumb and the pinky are parallel to the floor and mid uh, and ring fingers are outstretched and pointing at the rim, but away from the rim center. Another visual is imagine putting a lid on a can. <clears throat> if you can, uh, your wide follow through simply puts a lid on the rim from right to left. <clears throat> the, the wrist actually locks at 45 to 50 degrees to the floor uh, <clears throat> and the, the actually of the optimum angle many people don't know is uh, of the release is between 42 and 48 degrees uh, which uh, means 45 is perfect and that is a compliment of uh, Noah Noah's arc the shooting machine uh, that Jane Pauley pr promotes <clears throat> next is freeze the wrist the shot release is firm and dictatorial not soft and sloppy or floppy wrist and fingers <clears throat> much too common problem especially by weaker players I was watching the uh, WNBA the other night and sure enough many many of the ladies when they shot at the moment of release their whole arm definitely moves laterally right to left or left to right mastering all these tiny details allows one to make more shots remember that two full-size basketballs fit into the rim at the same time. Take one away and you have a four and a half inches on either side of a ball directly if it's in the center of the rim. So the objective is to release the ball with a firm tight finish devoid of any extra movement that can affect the path of the ball. It's the sloppy wrist and floppy fingers on the release that causes this global epidemic of mediocrity or average shooting statistics. We all know distance much better than we do the, the, the straight line. It is the straightness that suffers 80% of the time and most of that can be corrected by mastering the thing I call the finger factor. Good luck guys and uh, 
We'll uh, do another one relate, relating to this pretty soon. <laughs>